Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports and Crest Media, and joining me for the second consecutive episode, the founder of Bold Worldwide, my long-time, my long-time co-host, who is documenting his journey of growing a $100 million agency through his video series, which you can check out on YouTube and Facebook, called Growing Bold, my man, Brian Cristiano. Hey, uh, what's up, Rob? Back again. For those who did not listen, our previous episode, we talked about your experience at 10X Growth Conference and how you can become a baller at networking and leveling up. Definitely check that out on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. But on this episode, what we're talking about today is... An update on Growing Bold, what is going on in the world of Brian Cristiano, and what you have learned in the last month and a half since we have last chatted with you. Oh, so many lessons, life lessons, business lessons, just lessons on lessons. Uh, yeah, man, I'm pumped to uh, be back on here, get a little, get a little bit more time, and uh, thanks for thanks for always making sure that we get a little bit of time. So. Yeah. Um, where do you want where do you want to start, man? There's so much going on. Where do you want to start? I want to start with the Growing Bold video series. And for those listeners, I find a ton of value out of this. I think one thing that's interesting to know is despite the fact that you and I have done over 200 podcast episodes together, uh, I very much look to learn from you in every aspect that I can. And I have taken notes in every single Growing Bold episode. Why? Because the value that you deliver, whether it's the journey of you and the Growing Bold team or like your episode with Patrick Bet David, where it's just like, boom, just nuggets of value just dropping everywhere. That's how I'm consuming your content. And I highly encourage others to do a similar thing. Why in the world do you write it down? Because then I can go back and review it. I'm not going to remember everything because I'm consuming so much uh, thought leadership content. But guess what? When I go back and read some of this stuff, it actually has an impact. And one of the things that has the biggest ROI that you can ever do, reread your book notes or notes of important things because it's like retention and training. So Brian, let's get back to growing bold and the arc that you've had because this is still a work in process. We've yep. seen you go from episode one. We're at what? 1920-ish? Yeah. About to launch uh, episode 19 in a week. I mean, no, no, episode 20 in a week. We're out 19 episodes already. All right. So what have you learned from doing this? Because your style has changed a little bit. The The Patrick Bet David one I thought was one of the absolute best ones because it was a unique point of view from somebody else who had grown a business and you still told your journey through his journey. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting, right? Because we have found that there's kind of these two styles and, 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 and they're not necessarily one or the other. I think it's a little blend of both. And in the right time, one or the other makes sense, right? You've got the, Hey, here's basically the behind the scenes. You're following my journey and I'm showing you what my week, last two weeks, last day, whatever it might be looks like. And I'm taking you through that. And hopefully I'm, you know, either giving you some lessons or giving you some insight through what I'm actually experiencing in semi real time. Then you have the other things where I have an opportunity to sit down with a Patrick, but David or an Alex Rodriguez or Brad Lee and spend actual time and pick their brain from a perspective of, Hey, you've accomplished things that I haven't yet. What can I learn from you? And I, I don't know. I think like, it's cool because it's, it's where I'm trying to hit that angle from is, you know, 
I'm really genuinely just trying to say like, well, what can I learn from this person? And then hopefully I ask good enough questions that are relatable and that other people watch that. Like you said with Patrick, Beth, David, it's like, oh, wow. Like I learned stuff from Brian learning stuff. And then at the same time, I think if I can also intertwine or, or where we see a success is like if I can also intertwine like showing, you know, what's happening and where are the challenges and the successes that we're having right now, that I think is the win. And so it's trying to find time to blend the two together. I'll be honest, the challenge with actually growing an agency this quickly is like I'm moving around resources all the time. So it's not as consistent as it should be or I would like it to be. It really isn't. And it's something that we're constantly working on improving, but it's a quality problem. That's a quality challenge. So that, that's, that's the real behind the scenes of like making this and growing a company actually as it's happening. So talk to me about how you are able to share your challenges, because I believe through the struggle, you see the biggest growth and a difficult thing as a consumer of your content is people who don't know you may be like, oh man, this guy's life is perfect. He's just crushing it. He's friends with Alex Rodriguez, all this stuff. And it's, it's not really relatable, but, but guess what? The, you took huge, uh, you're dealing with a lot of discomfort to go through this. And how do you deal with the dynamic of showing your success as opposed to showing your challenges and you going through them because there is an element of relatability, but it's also a vulnerability. That's a very difficult thing when, listen, you're a thought leader who's who many think of as near the top of the pedestal. So how do you talk about the challenges that someone like you is going through? You know, it's, that's a really great question. Um, and, and I have a few thoughts on that. And, and one is, you know, Hank Norman's constantly telling me like, dude, you got to show more of the struggle. You got to show it. Like, I know, I know it's not that easy. You got to show more of it. Um, and I had, I was actually talking to you, I was on, um, uh, Matt Monero's podcast the other day and we were talking about that and it was, he, he was having some of the same challenges of, of, of like, yes, we're, we're trying to show everything that we can and being as honest and, and open as possible. There's also just a genuine reality to certain things that just I cannot show, at least not yet, right? We're still documenting them, and hopefully in you know, six months or six years, I can go, oh, man, that situation that we kind of edited around that you ne not, didn't necessarily know, here's what really happened in that conversation. I can't wait to show some of that stuff. But the truth is I can't. I can't be a hundred percent transparent. Like that makes for really great, entertaining, interesting, uh, educational content. But at the same time, I'm also really building a business. And so I can't completely be a hundred percent transparent. It's not that we're make we're, we're changing any narratives or making up anything, but it's like, Hey, sometimes there's closed door conversations or sometimes there's real challenges involving real clients that I can't talk about. I'd love to. And so that's some of the challenge of like really trying to be as open as possible. And I think some of that, if I could show more of it would make it even more relatable. What I'm learning, and I'm curious if you agree with this or not, as someone who consumes this kind of content and has seen my and, and has seen growing bold, is what I'm finding as I'm having conversations, you know, and 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 realizing that there are people coming in for the first time in episode 18, 17, 19, they're like, oh, this dude's got it figured out. But if you don't go back in time and go like, oh wow, like a lot has changed and he struggled and and he was living on a couch at one point in time. If you don't go back and see that stuff, yeah, you just make assumptions. Of, oh, some guy that has it all figured out, and I don't, and I haven't. And so for me, it's kind of like as I'm going through things, maybe even reminiscing or telling a quick little story or soundbite about like, 
you know, here's where we're at now. But man, I remember when I was on that couch and, and how that decision made me get here. And I think it's the juxtaposition, even if it's not literal in the moment, constantly referencing back to, you know, things that weren't easy or the real struggle or the challenge that happened that got me to that moment and good decision. Right. So those are the things that I'm being more conscious of. I'm curious if you agree with that or you feel like that's not enough or, or, or what you would like to see, because this is actually really great information for me to continue improving the show. I've always told you one thing that I want to see more out of you. I want to see you be more relatable. And one way to do that is through storytelling, going back and maybe not necessarily past episodes, but I want to know what makes you tick and the things that you've learned from, from your journey. So the same way, uh, and the reason I keep referencing Patrick about David is because it's the most recent episode that's in my mind, the way that he was able to share some of those exact details of don't look back when you're in this car and things like this, uh, those things cut through like a knife. And I want those sort of moments for you because I want to see the less perfect, more vulnerable, younger, greener side of you. And you say, listen, this is how I learned from this in this situation. Even if you are about to go on a jet with Alex Rodriguez, that you, you still remember where you came from. And that's why you're on this journey because you're someone who said, you know what? I'm not going to settle for sleeping on this couch that I have a larger purpose for what I'm doing. And if you can find those few threads that are always going to weave through where you're like, man, I always know these three things about Brian, whether it's the stuff going on with your dad or sleeping on the couch. I mean, I think those are the two most powerful things that you've got. If we can always have that as, as the due north when you say, you know what? I may be in a Rolls Royce right now, but I will never, ever forget when I was sleeping on a couch and this was my bed and I could not even go to bed. Mm, that's a good point, man, because it is true, right? And that is it is genuinely a lot of what drives me. Um, it was funny the other day, someone was asking me something about that and it was, you know, about, uh, about where we are now and asking if it was easier. And I was like, no, dude, it's not easier. It's harder. It's actually way harder. But you know, when I'm going through the challenges of trying to figure out like we're reorganizing parts of the company right now because the challenge of growth uh, and quick growth is, oh, wow, like what got us here today isn't what's going to get us to the next level. Um, and so how do I reutilize people and what's what do we really need from a technology standpoint and and what are we going to finance first versus later versus what do we really need versus not? There are a lot of hard challenges. And, and the thing is, the bigger that you grow, uh, what I'm realizing through this is you're never going to, it becomes less and less of a democracy, right? I definitely want everyone's opinion here bold. I want to hear everyone out and I do. And, and I should just put out a survey this morning to ask everybody very specific questions of what they think about certain things here. But at the end of the day, I'm going to have to make an ultimate decision and somebody is not going to like that decision. And so it's very challenging because it was easy when it was three people, two people, just myself. And I could make decisions and ask people and be more of a democracy. And now it's as we grow, I can't be that. I have to be that leader and I have to be OK that somebody's going to be like, dude, I don't like that decision. And I have to be OK to say, I know you don't like it. Here's why I made that decision. And this is where we're headed. Right. And so like that's a that's a real tough challenge. And so, you know, where I was going with that is, is, look, I, I was reminding myself, I was like, dude, like it is hard to do that stuff because, you know, you it, it's 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 really a challenge because it's not just tactical. It's people skills. It's it's there's a lot of variables that, you know, you don't think about at a smaller scale. And I was like, dude, but you know what? 
it was so easy to stay on that couch. It really was. Like, it felt so hard at that time. Dude, that was the easiest thing I ever did was nothing. Like, I didn't do shit. Like, I laid on a couch for six months feeling bad for myself. That felt so hard. Dude, that's so easy. That is so easy. Like, the days that I don't want to get up, like, in, this morning included, where I was, like, really tired. I'm traveling a lot, so I'm a little, like, you know, sinusy and all that kind of crap. And it really wears me down. And I'm like, you know, I want to sleep in. Maybe I'll just, you know, come in a little later. I was like, dude, what are you doing? You're sleeping on the couch again. Like, who cares, dude? You feel like crap now, but how did you feel when you were sleeping on the couch? And your only choice was, well, what can I get for dinner? I can afford two slices of pizza. And that's it. Shit. Like, that's easy. That sounds crappy. Like, that sounds crazy. But that's it's so easy to make those decisions. It's so much harder to make these bigger decisions. Dude, I don't want easy decisions. I don't want to be on that couch. Easy decisions leads to a couch. Big decisions, challenging decisions leads you to this, leads you to growing a company, leads you to success, whatever that is for you. So I constantly am checking in on that. So I, I agree. I think I need to do a better job of constantly, like, when I'm thinking that crap, I need to talk about where my head's at. I agree with you hundred percent. And one thing that helps me immensely with that exact moment, Brian, because the biggest challenge I have every day, waking up at five 22 AM every single day is actually getting up. You're like, well, how does someone getting up that early struggle? No, it is a struggle every day. And the book extreme ownership by Jocko Wilnick. Uh, it's one of the best books I've ever read. If you have not read it and you want to be a high achiever, you must read this book. And he has one thing that sits in my brain every time I am brushing my teeth and going through my head says, you know what? I'm going to go back to bed for an hour because it would be nice and warm. He says discipline equals freedom. And it just goes over and over and over and over in my head. And guess what? An hour later, when I'm already into my routine, when I fought through that and said, you know what? I'm not going back to bed. I'm going to go and do my reading, meditating, journaling, goals, all of that stuff. And no doubt, every single time that happens, the first thing I write in my gratitude journal is, I'm thankful that I woke up today on time and I'm an hour into my morning routine right now. So you have to have that mindset of discipline equals freedom. And Brian, to cap off the the relatable thing, maybe we can call it relatable struggle. So you're dealing with different struggles as you move up this hierarchy and your struggle now may not be the same as when you're getting off the couch, but as a consumer of your content, there's people at all various stages of struggle with what they're trying to do. Are you trying to break through from zero to one employees from one to 10? Are you trying to grow a $100 million agency or are you just trying to quit your job to do your own thing? I think that you being able to relate the different levels of struggle that you're in right now with how you previously dealt with it, because it's all not the same, but it is still struggle nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's really interesting about all of it. Um, because by the way, doing this kind of content, it really, it is the most, you know, people talk about like, Oh, you know, you need to be self-aware and how do you become self-aware? Dude, make, film yourself all the time and watch it. I'll tell you, man, there's no better self-awareness tool than that. It's a powerful thing. But what's interesting is between the self-awareness that I've continued to gain and seeing people and and meeting people, uh, that have really made it, um, is there's really not much of a difference. There's really nothing different between trying to get off that couch or get that first employee or close that first contract versus, growing and scaling a company and trying to get a 
$20 million contract. There's no difference. You feel the same. It's just as much questioning of yourself. It's just as much struggle. It's just as much second guessing yourself. It's just as much, well, if I do this or I say no to that, or I turn down this offer and then I blow up these opportunities for myself, where am I going to be? Dude, it's all the same. It's just a different scale of it. It's just a bigger version of the same exact stuff because the most successful people, dude, they don't have some like secret. They don't have some special thing that you or I don't possess possess. It's really just the ability to keep freaking going and to just go like, dude, I understand why I'm doing it and I'm going to keep going for it, period. It just gets bigger. There is no difference. The best quote I've ever heard in my life, and maybe I only relate to it because I was a cyclist, um, is that uh, it was coming from, I think it was Eddie Merckx, who's one of the greatest uh, cyclists of all time, said, it never gets easier. You only go faster. And I feel like business and life is exactly the same. Dude, it's not easier. It actually is a bit harder, but it's a lot faster. It's a lot bigger. There's more at stake. There's more money. That's it. Nothing else changes. The, fu- the fundamentals are freaking the same. And that, as I get, as I, I think as I get older, maybe, I realize it's the small, simple, basic things that actually have the biggest impact. So let's get to the takeaway. And for me, it is video that if you want to get comfortable being uncomfortable, if you want to become self-aware and self-awareness is the one gift that I wish that I could give every single person, because once I became a self-aware person, my entire life changed and not everybody's used to video. Most people are like, I've never shot one before, Rob. I'm not an extrovert. I'm just, I don't know what to do. Guess what? Take action. Every action starts with one step. The only way to get better is to start now. So take take action and create a video with yourself on it because you will only get better. And my, my takeaway is, is what are you trying to do, man? Like, what are you trying to do with your life? Like, really ask yourself that. Like, what are you accomplishing? And I think even better than that starts even earlier than that, that I, I wish I had figured this out a long time ago, um, was uh, is, is just like – do you feel like you can contribute more? Do you feel like you can do more? Do you feel like, like genuinely ask yourself the question, like, am I really living out my full potential right now? And if the answer is no, well, damn dude, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Are you, are you just going to wait for it to be over and run out of time? Or are you just going to go for it now? Because that alone, forget everything else, man, that alone is like, if, if, if you feel like, Hey, I'm living out my full potential. This is my best life. This is my dream. This is exactly what I want my life to be. Perfect. You did it. But if you're not, then ask yourself, what are you waiting for? Now time for the action item. Brian, where can everybody follow you as well as your growing bold journey? Oh, yeah. Real easy. Easy to find at bold CEO on everything. Uh, look me up on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. I use those the most. And uh, Bold Worldwide is my agency. But follow me, hit me up. And if you want to watch the uh, docu-series, it's Growing Bold. It's on my Facebook channel. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. Subscribe and uh, hit me up. Let me know what you think. And you can follow me on Twitter at Rob Cressy or Rob underscore Cressy on Instagram. And for all you sports fans out there, check me out at Bacon Sports on all social media platforms. And Brian, we're going to let you do the last little exit item where everybody's going to rate review subscribe and keep on engaging with us ain't that right that's right come on come on man look (laughs) come on man come on man oh man you gotta get you gotta get on the itunes seriously rate and review and subscribe and pass this along if there's one piece of information that you got out of this first of all take action on it but honestly if you felt something just a little something that pushed you gave you a little bit of an edge an insight or an idea 
share it with somebody else who might get the same. Because at the end of the day, Rob, this is the craziest part. This is what people don't realize, dude. How many, what episode number is this ballpark? Uh, over 200, somewhere between 250 and 260. Woo! There's over 250 freaking episodes, right? And I, I had been along the ride for, for over 200. Rob's, Rob's taken the reins on the last 40 or 50 of these. But think about this. Dude, Rob and I literally literally do not monetize any of this content there are no sponsors nobody's paying us to do this this is all our time this is all our own money we could be spending this time energy and money building our businesses but we know the value that this brings and i'll tell you why we're doing it and it yes we get awareness but the reality is here's the deal dude it's the networks it's the people that you surround yourself with it's the fact that rob and i know each other and we have how many people have you and i rob connected with each other like in business how many dozens hundreds maybe yes just tons tons you know because we have these connections because we're hey we're always looking out like I, I, like i get stuff you know said to me rob you passed somebody to me the other day it was like dude i think this guy can help you he's brilliant and this guy owns amazing freaking brilliant tech company and we're, we might be doing business together now right and so here's the deal here's the deal the reason rob and i do this aside from getting some exposure is because we're building our network, dude. We're connecting you. We're connecting ourselves. We're getting our message and our word out there that builds our circle, that builds our ability to continue to connect ourselves with other people, with you. Take advantage of that. We, we're not doing this for the capital. We're not doing this for cash. There's no freaking sponsors, at least not yet. And we're not looking for any. Dude, it, because it's bigger than that. This is a bigger game. So all, all we're asking you to do is just subscribe and share it. Share it with somebody else that you think this could be valuable for. We appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for listening. And boom goes the dynamite.